Hello, everyone. Welcome to the On The Rise show. This is episode 33. I'm Mr. Molly McGuire alongside Alicia Loray. Our topic today is learning skills. Uh, hello, Malisha. How are you? I'm doing great, Molly. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing great, too. So um, learning skills, um, what do you think about that topic? I think it's a great subject. I think it's been a theme of a couple episodes of our podcast. Um, yesterday, we talked about Danny Forrest's post and how he's continually learning new skills and has used that to create serendipity in his life. And for myself, I just think that learning skills is so easy these days because of technology. I was talking to my brother the other day about college and he was saying that he needs to take a course to learn graphic design or computer science. I was like, no, you, you can go ahead and take a course, but everything's so easily accessible online. So I think it's a great time period um, to, to learn skills. Yeah, you're right. And um, yeah, um, the Danny piece that we talked about yesterday um, indeed said that Danny uh, learned three skills every month, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's, of course, very interesting. And the way he does it, he tries to learn um, three different skills that um, that uh, engage a totally different part of his brain. Do you yeah. have a systematic approach too, to learning skills like that? I don't. I really want to start doing something like that, but usually I just follow like whatever interests me or whatever has something to do with what I'm doing. Like, uh, for example, we were trying to market um, the podcast and the publication and things. So I was trying to like make little um, animated graphics. So I had to learn a little bit about Adobe After Effects. So it usually has something to do with what I'm working on, but I do want to be more deliberate about it. Yeah. Uh I agree with you. I do that too. I, I kind of learn whatever I need at the spot. But mm -hmm. uh, I'm thinking of, of doing it a little bit more systematic too and, and trying at least like one new skill, learn one new skill a month, right? That, yeah, that'd be yeah. yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So for instance, uh, what is a skill you want to learn now or skills you're looking for or you need to mm -hmm. learn? I would really like to learn some more with Adobe After Effects. I really think it's cool how people do different animations within their videos because videography is something that really interests me. I had a few YouTube videos before, but I only learned, what was it, Adobe Premiere Pro a little bit, and I want to learn After Effects too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Um, for instance, um, the thing you said um, was very interesting that there's a lot of information for free on, online, right? So like for yeah. instance, everything on Adobe is, is practically free out there, but mm -hmm. um, still people uh, pay for, for courses. Why is that, do you think? I don't know. Maybe it's because like when you learn online, you do have to do a little bit of digging sometimes. So sometimes a course makes it easier because it's all in one place and it's like the order that, you know, they think you should learn it in. So it may be a little bit more convenient. But as far as I'm concerned, I would rather just look around the line and follow that path wherever it leads me and take it for free. Unless it's something like really serious. But even then, I think I would still try to look online first. Mm -hmm. Nice. So um, let's talk a little bit. I mean, let's get it practical, right? You know, I'm a fan of, of getting practical tips. So yeah. for instance, for, for writing, if people want to learn writing, how would they approach that? What is a way to, to improve your writing skills? Well, first of all, I think like as you had to start writing, um, I don't know, every day or just have some type of um, schedule where you're writing 
doesn't have to be every day, every other day, whatever. You just have to get out there and start writing. And then another thing that I'm starting to do recently is I was studying medium profiles who have a high number of followers and a high engagement rate. And I was just trying to see the format of how they write and trying to learn from that. And I thought I'm going to totally change my voice or anything, but I think it's great to learn from people who are already successful in that area. So I guess just looking for people who already are showing an example of how to write well. Yeah, that's interesting what you're saying or or what you're telling now. So can you tell, can you give us some, some things you you've seen in that uh, popular uh, profiles? What are they doing different for instance? (laughs) Well, I was just looking at, I think, Anthony Moore. I, I won't say that I learned that much. Yet. I haven't dug in enough, but um, I see that they're using a lot of quotes and then they're using a lot of personal stories and they're mixing that with also telling other people how they can apply it to their life. So it's like a mix of three things. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Although I have to say, I mean, um, sometimes I feel like people are like a little bit overreacting or over exaggerating with their quotes. I mean, some of the... <laughs> Most popular writers have sometimes stories with only quotes in it. I mean, I get that it attracts, attracts people, right? This is perfectly suited for this day and age, short quotes and lots of quotes. But sometimes I feel like I'm drowning in quotes. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I think that the primary reason they're using so many quotes is just to lengthen the post, the word count, so that they can have a higher minute count and be shown more in medium feeds. That's my theory, at least. So I was like, there is like a, a lot of, a lot of quotes seems like a little, a little much at times. I think there's a, a lot of, a, a few phenomenons that, that come together in that, uh, or a lot of, um, a couple of things that come together in that phenomenon is what I wanted to say. So for instance, mm-hmm. like you said, the more quotes you have, the, lang- the longer your article but mm-hmm. it also shows, or it's also a way to, to, for people to highlight. So that's also a way to engage. Um, yeah. It's also something that they can, that people can retweet. And it's also mm-hmm. something that gets clapped on. So that's why uh, quotes uh, exist and why people use a lot of quotes because it is uh, incentivizes the authors to use them. But it yeah. doesn't always uh, give or um, makes for uh, nice writing, in my opinion. That's true. I, one thing I think is really cool is like if you come up with your own really nice quote, like something original, and then people highlight that. Has that happened to you before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know exactly now, but uh, I'm, I'm sure I I, I written some uh, some yeah, quotes that I, I know I've seen some on yours. Yeah. So yeah, I just think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I also also excited because I just found one that I. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> don't be a jerk to your future self future self is a quote yeah, i uh, that's a good one yeah so uh, i i i have to i have to admit something i made a story out of it and i made that quote into what my um ex-girlfriend said but it was a quote i really invented so <laughs> let's make that clear now for uh for now so yeah that's a yeah. quote I yeah i think also, like in terms of building your skills with writing, like quotes are a good way to start to try to build a story. Like if you use a quote as a basis, and I think that's something you've talked about doing before too, it helps you build a story based off something that is going on in your life or some story that you have to tell. So that's another way to kind of, I don't know, be more creative. Yeah, I mean, yeah, quotes are, are inspirational. I, I get that. But like, um, 
I would say to inspiring writers, don't don't get stuck on quotes. Start writing a story. Start writing something that cat- captivates. Because if you're only going to write like ten quotes in in a story, and then with some pictures, and then a little bit of of text, I don't think that's the way to to become a great writer. Right? You're, you're mm. going to have gaps. You're going to have engagement, but you're not going to grow. In in my opinion. No, I think it's yeah. I primarily like I'll use a quote. Only if I'm running like a little short on word count sometimes, I'll plug one in there if it's applicable. But I generally don't use quotes. I generally try to just make something that sounds great and that's quotable myself. Like it came, it's an original thing that I've written. Yeah, I mean, the greatest thing that can happen is that you just write your text without thinking about quotes and that other people just highlight some sentence that you're, you've written and, and use that as a quote. That's right. Yeah, that's, that's my favorite. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, for instance, the trick that, that you did, that's something I did too. I was, um, I think, like a couple of months into my journey and uh, I started uh, looking at the top writers and I just followed them and, and looked what they were doing. And I have to admit, um, like you, it kind of uh, 10x my game a little bit because, I mean, I saw really good writers and then, then like, the quality of their work was so much better than, I mean, it's, it did something to me too. So it's never a bad thing to surround yourself with greatness, right? Yeah, I agree. And it kind of reminds me, this is like a little off topic, but like the other day I was racing my brother and he's faster than me because he does track on a regular basis. So I think, uh, well, he obviously beat me, but it's good to have someone who's already like doing much better than you because it pushes you to do better as well. It's something to look up to and to help you, um, I guess, analyze what they're doing and then try to make it your own. Yeah. It's funny because for a second, I thought you were saying that you were erasing your brother. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you were, <laughs> yeah, you were brother. Yeah. So yes. what you're seeing is very funny because, for instance, it's the same way I say with my, um, with my goals, right? If you have to speak for 10 people or you have to speak for 1,000 people, that immediately changes your goal. It's the mm-hmm. same thing. Suppose you race with your brother and he's like, like half a second faster. Okay, you, you think like, okay, uh, I have to just be a little bit harder, just train a little bit more. But if he's like 10 seconds or yeah, in 100 meters, it's, it's not possible. But suppose he's three seconds faster than 100 meter. If you want to beat him then, well, first of all, I don't think it's, it's possible to do that. But anyway, you have to think a total different way of thinking, right? You exactly. won't get there training. You won't get there with extra sleep. You will have to figure out some way to totally, uh, yeah, I don't know, to, to 10x your results. The same thing with this writing thing too. Like, right. we, I, I think we surround ourselves with writers who only all have like 1K uh, followers, 2K followers. But if you were to surround yourself with uh, writers who have 50K followers, then you were forced to think on a whole other playing field to, to compete with them. Exactly. So I think that's the point. It's like that whole thing. So you are the average of the five people that are around you. So you want to surround yourself with people that are where you want to go. So I think that's yeah. why I like looking at writers who have already made it to the point that I want to be. Yes, that, that's very interesting. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> um, so for instance, in context of this writing exercise, um, there are people who say like, yeah, but writing is an art. Um, it's not a skill. What's your reaction to that? I think it is both because I've always been 
a writer. I haven't like at first, like I've been a writer since I've been like in first grade, but I never used it. And at first, like, it's just something that I have. It's a skill that I have, but then you have to develop like your creative side. You have to develop your own voice. And I think that's where it becomes an art. Mm. It's like making it your own. That's interesting. And and creating that, that voice is something you can only do by, by just doing it right. By practicing your craft. Yeah, because I can tell your pieces are yours because of the way they're written. I don't see anybody else that writes in that specific voice. So I think that's really important to make it your own. Yeah, the, but the funny thing is... Yeah, go ahead. No, that was it. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, the funny thing is that, for instance, you said it about my voice, that I changed my voice in like a day or in two days or something like that. So that's also possible that you can change overnight. Mm -hmm. That's right? true. Yeah. Because as a writer, um, what happens is that you grind and grind and grind and, and, and like you improve slowly, slowly, slowly. But then in one or two pieces, you just like explode to a whole other level, right? Right. Yeah. And I think I've kind of like settled into the voice that I am now on Medium. But I have an entirely different way that I can write. Like I write um, fiction as well. And that's something I like writing. So it would be an entirely different look and people wouldn't know who that was. But um, for medium, I'm focusing on the just stories, personal stories about my life. And, and what is that that you write? Because I didn't catch that. Any, what is the alternative writing style? Fiction. Like I can write ah. fiction and it would, yeah, it would sound totally different. Ah, that's nice. And why aren't you not writing that on, on medium or? Um, it's just some, I just want to do that as a book later on. I don't think, I don't think fiction does as well on medium. I mean, I could definitely be wrong, but I just, I like what I'm writing now. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm writing mostly nonfiction, but I had, I think, one or two fiction stories. And, and yeah, I mean, it confuses people of medium, right? Because uh, I always have like the, the questions from followers, like, is this real? Is this not real? And if it's obviously not real, they're like, yeah, but no, it confuses people. Or you probably should only write fiction or only write nonfiction. But if you go start mixing it up, uh, yeah, the, the little brains explode. <laughs> yeah, I probably would do a different account for that because I definitely do want to write a fiction book later on in life. But right now, I mean, this is kind of like it has fictional aspects, like just like creating the setting and stuff of when certain events happen in my life. That's kind of cool, but it's it's still like what really happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. And, and anyway, I mean, I've I've thought I've written about that yesterday or, or the day before. Like anyway. Fiction is kind of nonfiction too, because like we think that what we're writing is the truth, and it is probably the truth for us. But it's just a version of of facts together that we are calling our truth, right? So if you, for instance, my life is perfect, exactly the perfect example. If I were to ask my father or my sister to write about what I've written, you would have mm -hmm. have a totally different account of things, right? So it's also the point. The truth. Yeah. yeah, it's also fiction, but yeah, it's it's from our viewpoint. So it's in a way, it's already non-fiction. Fiction, yeah, that's true. Yeah, because <laughs> I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that I'm writing fiction right now because that is <laughs> again going to confuse some people. But yeah, uh, yeah I mean, it's interesting. And do you think um, non-fiction or fiction? Do you think fiction is harder or non-fiction is harder? What do you think? I think. I think, okay, so when I was first writing on Medium, 
it was easier to come up with stories because no one had heard any of my stories before. Everything was fresh and new. But now that I put everything out there, it's harder to come up with new stories. So now it's a little more difficult to continue writing nonfiction. But, you know, fiction is limitless. Like there's, you can write whatever you want. There's no limit to the creativity that you can do with writing something that's fiction. So that's the cool thing. Yeah. But for me, honestly, for me, like the, that's the hard thing that you have no limits. If you can write about yourself, you know exactly where you're going to go, uh, more or less. But if I have to create another character now and write about that character and it can be anything or she can be anything, that's like, I mean, yeah, it's possible, right? But it's, I mean, it, it, has its, it has its limits too because like for me, it's not easy to come up with a story. It's just like, okay, this happened. Okay, then, you know what I mean? Like for me, I, I have a routine now. I can crank out the story every day. Like if it, were to if it had to be like uh fiction i don't know it would be harder i think mm, i see what you're saying like if we had to crank out a fiction story every day that would be interesting i would have to try it first i, I don't like, know if, i mean i shouldn't say that i can't do it but uh it would be interesting like you said it's, uh, yeah. it's definitely an interesting uh, thought mm -hmm. so um how do you do you think that consulting people how to write would increase your writing uh, capacities? Consulting people? I think so, because you're looking at other people's pieces of work or posts or whatnot, and you'll be able to learn from them as well and see what works and what doesn't. So that can definitely, you know, help me as well. Mm -hmm. So have you thought about mentoring um, writers, aspiring writers? I have. I, I think I have a really good grasp on writing and what sounds good and what doesn't. I'm not saying I'm the greatest writer ever. Um, because I'm pushing out daily content, it's hard to make sure each piece is like excellent, as we were talking about the other day. Um, but I definitely think I have a good grasp on writing and like I've always felt like it was something that was in me. So I mean I would I'm definitely open to doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean that's the thing about our publications sometimes that I think like I mean, I'm not saying I don't have time enough because I have a lot of time, but if I would have more more time, or for instance, if I didn't have the daily writing challenge anymore, I would focus more on, on like being an, an editor and, 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 and like um, the, the, the works that writers uh, uh, submit, I would probably be a little bit more um, hands-on, if you know what I mean. Like, mm -hmm. I, I read a lot of stories. I mean, I'm not going to say they're bad, they're good, but mm -hmm. I think like if... I or you <clears throat> could like spend here another hour on this one. This would be like 10 times better. Right. I agree. I mean, that's a cool, a cool concept. I mean, it's definitely something I think I'm going to, to start offering. And like I said, like someone might look at mine and be like, Oh, I know how to make this better. <laughs> so that's a possibility as well. But I definitely have seen posts where I'm like, if this person just did this, I know they would get, you know, a lot more reads or whatnot. Or if they structured this differently, it would, um, it would flow a lot better. Yeah, so, because yeah. It's, it's so easy to see in, in other people's work and it's not it's harder to see in your work because you're so um, emotionally involved, right? And what helps too, like I don't usually do this, but sometimes if I go back and read something that I wrote a while back, then I could tell something that needs to be fixed with them. Like, oh, because this could have been different and this piece would have been a whole lot better. It's hard to do that when you're doing it the same day because sometimes you need to put it away and come back to it. Yeah. Yeah, the, the thing that I did today was um, <clears throat> something I said I, I would do one day. And I just took uh, a, 
post that I did, the, the 10th post that I did in the daily writing challenge. So I was mm-hmm. 10 days in. I just took that post and I liked the idea. I liked uh, the story, but um, yeah. yeah, of course, the execution was not good. So I just rewrote that story basically today. So um, oh, confession okay. just a yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and, and uh, the story is still good. I think it's a little bit better than the original one, but uh, my followers should probably uh, judge that. But yeah. Uh, yeah, you see, there's always a lot of things you can do, right? And even a bad piece can still become a good piece. So you don't even have to be, um, be uh, fearful or anything. It's always mm-hmm. something that can uh, improve. Yeah, definitely. And like, I think that at this point too, like I want to take the next step to become a better writer myself because I don't necessarily feel like from the beginning of the challenge to now, I have improved in the aspect that I know what's a fit for a medium, but I don't know if I've necessarily improved overall as a writer, which is like a weird thing. I went back and read some of my earlier pieces and they're not actually that bad. They're just not like the appropriate voice for this platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what do you think is the next step then for us or for you? I think that I had to start being able to structure longer posts in terms of like, I want to be able to write a novel or a book. So I think that doing that would be my next step and learning mm-hmm. how to structure a piece into a story, which has many more aspects than just a simple post. Yeah, because that's that's the thing about um, when I wrote about two uh, in the past is like, be careful what niche you choose, right? We've chosen both the, the medium niche, but that has applications on our writing style. I'm not saying it's a bad was a bad choice yeah. at all, but um, if we, for instance, would have chosen Quora or Reddit or whatever, or yeah. um, just just written wrote written our own blog, that would have totally changed uh, our style. But now we've kind of um, evolved with together with medium with our followers and we've turned into not gonna say a one trick pony but something that does well on medium but maybe not uh, cannot survive in the wild if you know what i mean right right because i'm not going to change it up too much like i might make a post a little bit longer but like the format and the style like it's probably going to be kind of the same like uh for the remainder of the challenge like i would like to learn how to do other forms of writing too like writing a whole book like i said for next year yeah this is honestly this is a fantastic insight the the, the idea it never occurred to me too like we're just perfectly suited for for medium mm-hmm. and we're, like we're medium writers that's what we are but we're not like we just evolved within medium and mm-hmm. uh, it's maybe time to to check out other sites or other ways of of delivering for delivering words right yeah, written content. Yeah, I actually last night just started to write a little book. I don't know if I'm going to do anything with it yet, but it was just basically going to be my story with more details. And I was going to see how long I can make that and maybe I don't know, put it as a free ebook or something. I'm not sure yet. That's nice. Yeah, I, I, I've talked about it with you too. Um, I don't know if it was on air, but like um, my, my whole daily writing challenge is basically my story. I mean, if you... I mean, most of those posts are like story of my la- stories of my life. So there's easily an, e- an e-book in that, right? You start with, like, you know, in, like, just pick pick the stories that work, put them in like a sign of chrono- chronological order and, and a theme or whatever, and you have your e-book. Same thing with right. you, right? Um, <laughs> you've written a lot of stories about your story, of about who you are. So basically, 
you could turn it into an ebook very easily. Yeah, I think there's a lot more details that people haven't heard on Medium that they would be surprised to hear if I wrote it into an ebook. Yeah, now, now I'm getting surprised too. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, hopefully, like, it's going to take some time, whatever, because I'm doing this challenge right now. But I'm hoping to, like, just work on that for the rest of this year when I can. Ah, okay. So you will, you will do it together with the uh, daily writing challenge? Yeah, just here and there. It's not like a huge thing. I just want to start putting it together at least. And then next year, I'll definitely finish it. Nice. Um, but for instance, what do you think about um, people who say, uh, who are saying like there are already too many writers in the world? Like, I would say like, are you going to really bring out an ebook? Why? Aren't there that's enough ebooks? <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. I think everyone has something unique to say and their own stories. So like, if you feel like there's too many writers, you don't have to read everything. Just read what interests you. I don't like when people tell other people what to do. <laughs> so I'm just going to continue to write my ebook like I want. Yeah, so it's you don't like the people who say like, you shouldn't write every day, right? Yeah, I don't think that's any other concern. I mean, if you don't want to write every day, that's fine. But I mean, I'm going to do, you know, what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. So um, um, what do you think is going to be the title of your first book? Ooh, I don't know. I, I think I'm going to do it the title after I'm done. Because every time I try to write the title before I write even like a post on Medium, it always like puts me in a little box and then I kind of start messing up. So it's nicer to just write the thing and then see what title like encompasses what I was trying to say overall. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, do you have any more uh, comments on, uh, on on the art of, of writing or learning skills or, or whatever? I mean, I think, I mean, the most important thing is just to start and then look at what other people are doing and see what you like and what you don't like and then try to make it into your own. I think that everybody has a creative side and everyone can can write if they if they work at it mm -hmm. yeah I'm, I'm going to say that too i'm going to say that too as my closing statement i'm going to steal it from you um everybody can write and everybody should write and you should all start right now if you're not already writing i agree <laughs> okay so uh, i think this is the show this is a wrap um Thank you very much for listening and uh, thank you, Alicia. Sure, thank you. Okay, and tomorrow there will be another one. Thank you very much. All right, talk to you then. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.